welcome, welcome, welcome to the I've Been Thinking podcast, where everyday thoughts lead to extraordinary conversation. I'm your host, Ryan Lehman, and today, it's actually just going to be me. Uh, Unfortunately, Mike had a last-minute kind of obligation he had to attend to, so he will not be joining us this week, but have no fear. We have shifted last minute, and I'm going to bring you some rules of life today. Um, Bear with me, this is kind of ad hoc, but I think it's actually incredibly, at least important to me. This is kind of what I've been thinking about for the past couple of weeks. So I have these 11 different, I don't know if I would call them rules, but things I've been thinking about in life where maybe I want to adhere to them, maybe I want want to have more incorporated into my life, but I started to try to map out, okay, if I were to have some sort of rule book or, or things to follow in life, like what would those be? And so I started jotting them down throughout the week, and and on this podcast, I'm going to share some of them with you. Uh, please uh, bear with them as far as they're not refined in any way, but I think they'd provide maybe value. If you haven't thought about some of these topics before, maybe you can kind of think about them as, as I'm saying them, and maybe they resonate with you, and maybe maybe they don't. So we can kind of just get started. But before we do, I just want to of course, like always, give massive shout outs to everybody who's listening. It's so great to, to see that people, our numbers are going up, which is fantastic. I always like to mention you can find us on any social media platform or most of them, at least, with the I've Been Thinking Pod username. So we do post to like TikTok, Instagram short or Instagram Reels, yeah, YouTube Shorts. Um, and I think sometimes we also post just to Facebook. Um, there's just so many platforms out there now. Um, Beyond that, in the show notes for every episode, uh, we have this Google form, which you can kind of fill out. And if you want to be a guest on the show, or if you just have a topic that you're interested in us talking about, you can fill out that form. And so we've had actually quite a few people fill out that form. So stay tuned to more guests in the future. We're having people come on and and kind of share what they've been thinking. And then we can kind of just talk about, you know, different types of angles of, of what they've been thinking and just have awesome conversation. So yeah, let's just kind of jump into it. So these are the rules. Let's start with number one. By the way, there's no there's no order to these at all. They just, as I've been thinking about them throughout the weeks, I kind of just jot them down on this notepad. So I kind of have it in front of me right now. And so the first one is having a natural interest in others. To me, I feel like this is really, really important. I feel like it's kind of brushed upon when people are thinking, okay, like, what are some qualities that I love to have in life? And to me, like, this is super important because I think in conversation, when you're talking with people, you might be nodding your head and saying, yeah, like, mm -hmm, like, that makes sense. But when you have a natural interest in what the other person's saying, I feel like it makes conversation so much better. And you're so much more engaged. And when people are almost waiting to say what they have to say, it's almost like you're not listening to the other person. There's no interest there. It's almost as if the other person didn't actually have to be there. You're just waiting to say what you have to say. So having a natural interest in others, I think is super important. And honestly, I think it improves your quality of life because now it's almost like you're working with people, like together with with others. And instead of, okay, let me share about what I have to say. Let me hear what you have to say. I'll provide some feedback, but it's like, oh, you did this today. Wait, I'd love, I'd love to hear more. Like you, you actually had this problem. Let me, let me into like why you had this problem. So I think it's really important. I think it goes along the lines of just having empathy in general. I think it can really just improve the the quality of, of your life. 
Um, the second one, <laughs> I actually just wrote listen. So there's literally nothing else on my paper besides listen for this point. And maybe that just says it all. Especially for me, I feel like I tend to talk a lot. I mean, that's probably why I wanted to start a podcast because I just like talking sometimes. But I think it's really important to just kind of just slow down and, and listen when you're having conversation with others. You don't need to have like that extra that extra kind of saying that you, you, you want to have as far as, okay, let me just say this to break the ice. It's really okay to have like pauses and, and silences. And I think when you're when you're having a conversation with someone just in general when you're just silent and you're listening and i mean you could nod your head um, you can give some sort of social cue that you're still following it's actually really it's really a great feeling for the other person to have to know that you're you're actually listening i mean and for all we know you could be off somewhere else i mean that kind of goes back to the first point of of having this natural interest like you should have that natural interest but just listening i think is super key there was someone that was talking to me the other day that was that was saying how when he goes out with a group of people, especially when people are bringing either their plus ones or people he doesn't know, then what interests him the most out of the entire group is like if they're all sitting down at dinner and you have one person that's like pretty quiet and they're not saying that much, but they're actively listening. And to him, the most interesting people are the ones that are the most quiet because if you're listening most of the time, you're probably soaking in so much information and you're not as as you know trying to to give information because you're just interested or, or maybe you're just trying to consume more information so those sometimes are the most interesting people because they're just just taking more and more, more in and also like everybody loves to be heard and so there's a lot of people that just constantly talk and, and don't listen to others and so I think it's just a really really valuable skill to have I, it sounds super simple and I feel like we've heard this before of like you should have good listener skills like you have two ears and one mouth for a reason but I think it's a really good skill for people to just kind of focus in and I guess this week if you have a chance to just maybe not talk as much at least for me I think a big problem is I am sometimes overly engaged in conversation so as someone's talking, I'll like almost interrupt and be like, oh yeah, and like you can do this, this, and this without letting them kind of like finish what they were saying. So I think I'm sometimes I do a little too much of the first point of having this interest, but it doesn't allow me to listen as much. So to take that step back and just like say, you know what, it's okay, let me wait till they're done speaking. I think that's really important to have. So number three is, let, let's see. Um, take in as much content as possible. This was an interesting one. I was thinking about not bringing this up, but I was like, you know what? I feel like it could be, it could be great for people to, to hear this. The reason why I say this is the people that I've talked to, or the people I've resonated the most in life have been the people that I can align with on certain things or have certain interest in common. I mean, that makes sense. Usually when you're forming a relationship, you bond over the things that you have in common and you empower each other through your uniqueness. And so when you're consuming information, I think based off of the first and second point, you're, you have this natural interest and you're listening to others, you're consuming basically tons of content in, in that way. And so I think if you can focus on those two, consume a lot of content, basically listen to a lot of people, and then also just have an adventurous life. So taking the opportunity when something comes across and saying, hmm, this doesn't, this doesn't really 
fit into my comfort zone so I don't really know or I'm kind of tired I worked all day but basically just taking that opportunity and saying yeah like this sounds great I think I should definitely go for it I think is really important because it not only allows you to try new experiences but it also allows you when you're talking with other people to almost resonate way more. So, I mean, a common question that you ask someone maybe when you meet them is, oh, like, what are your hobbies? And they start naming a bunch of hobbies and and you have no interest in them at all. And that's fine. But if you've done some of them, let's say uh, this person really likes croquet. If you've never played croquet, then even if you have an interest in it, there's not much there that you can work off of. And so in my mind, if a big focus is trying to connect with others, you want to have almost these different streams that you can kind of connect to, almost like these chains, uh, the chains. And so with that, if you if you don't have a massive interest in croquet, but you've played it, you might actually have a funny story or some experience that you can kind of bring up and say, oh, actually, the other day or the other month, I played with a friend and s- somehow something happened. And you can kind of go off of that or feed that vibe. So you can maybe say, oh, I've actually played it. I would play it more, but I actually don't because of this, this, and that. So I think these points, at least the the beginning points, maybe they're more surrounded about having conversation and connecting with people, which wasn't on purpose, but maybe it was just how I was feeling at the time. So those are the first three. The next one is number four. And I think most people are going to say, of course, Ryan, like this is, everybody says this, but it's small steps lead to massive impact. And I just like to reiterate this point a lot because it happens a lot in my life where I usually have like these big dreams, these big ambitions and big goals. And a lot of times nothing gets started because I have all this, these big ideas, but I never actually put any, anything into fruition. So in my mind, if you can take really small steps and I'm going to do, at least in this episode, a lot of gym analogies because I've been trying for years to go to the gym. I'm a big runner, but I don't necessarily like working out at all. And so going to the gym has been super, super hard. And so an example of small steps is to me, if I can form a habit, then I mean, it gets a lot easier. And so small steps for me for the gym was, okay, can I go to the place and sign up for a membership? I do not have to work out. I literally have to go there and sign up. And so if I can go there and sign up, then that's almost like bringing me to the gym. And so it sounds even crazier. I actually went to the gym just to look at it. And it was just an LA fitness. They're pretty generic around around the, I think they're on the West. I don't know if they're on the East Coast, but they're definitely on the West Coast. And so I went there without the intention of actually signing up. I was like, okay, let me just go there. So I went there. There was a sales rep. I could have signed up. I mean, I could sign up online too, but I didn't. So then I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to sign up now. So I went back. And of course, it's like, okay, you're wasting gas, you're wasting time. But to me, the entire point was, I need to find a way for me to get to the gym. I need that spark in my mind that says, okay, you're going to the gym. So I have to start getting in those reps, not even working out, the reps of going to the gym. And so I went there, signed up. Now I have a gym membership. Of course, now you have skin in the game because you're paying for it every month. So it helps, but it's it's not the end all be all because I've done this before. I've signed up for a gym, went a few times and then stopped. So when I, when I started going to the gym, it was very much, okay, let me go to the gym. I don't have to do anything crazy. This is a long-term goal. So I'd go there and I'd exercise the amount that I'd be happy with and not just like miserable and, and can't feel anything, even though maybe that's how you get the best pump in, and that's fine. I probably wasn't getting the best workout, but it is quite a few times. And now as you like eat 
like wake up in the morning or maybe you're going after work, you know, okay, like it's actually not that bad. Let me just drive to the gym and I'll work out because it's not like the worst thing ever. And so my brain, instead of saying, oh, okay, like you're going to go to the gym. It's going to be tough. You already had such a tough day. It's not worth it was, oh, like it's actually not that bad, especially like there's a sauna, uh, there's like a pool and I really like swimming and I really enjoy sitting in the sauna. And so the workouts I've done weren't that bad. So I really actually enjoyed going to the gym. And then over time, I've increased the amount of workouts I do to, to make it something that's more stable. So all that to say, I think like if you can incorporate really small steps throughout the day, then I think you can really do massive impact, but you do have to make it something that's super disciplined. You can't just do small steps and not keep up with it. So you have to keep it up every single day or every single week. And you can't, you can't kind of miss out on days because that's the whole point of taking small steps. So that's number four. Number five, which I feel like it's also really common that people say that it's all in your head. And even though this one is super easy to say, of course it's all in your head, most things are in your head, like as far as stress and anxiety, it's super easy to think that, but how do you actually control that? And here's another kind of like workout analogy. The reason why I think it's it's so much in your head is because when I work out or when I run, I, I know I can do more. <clears throat> And so there's a saying of how you do anything is how you do everything. And I really do believe that. And so when I'm running or if it's if it's working out and it's a small workout, I still make sure that when I'm doing that workout, if I'm saying, oh, okay, like I'm pretty tired, I'm pretty fatigued, I'm probably going to do like one more rep. We're going to do maybe another a minute if, I, if I'm running. I kind of push that and say, you know what? I can't believe my brain's saying this right now. So I'm going to almost like one up it and say, you just said you're tired and you can only do one more. I'm going to double that or triple that or quadruple that and say, I'm going to do four or five more reps because you're just starting to say that, which I know means I can do more. And of course there's a caution of, okay, if you're injured or if you're feeling pain, then of course, like you should know your body and you should probably stop. But there's so many things that your mind does to you that says, oh, you probably don't want to do this because, you know, you have this thing later on um, in the day and you don't want to be tired for that. So you should probably take it a bit easy. And so to me, I know this is more of like workout analogies. So I'm sorry for the people that don't resonate with this, but I guess that's why I was writing these down in the first place. But even if you're doing some small things, uh, for example, like doing the dishes, like to me, if you're doing the dishes and you're barely... I don't want to say doing the dishes correctly, but you're just doing it to get the dishes away, but you're actually leaving like a lot of spots on it. In my mind, that actually carries through for a lot of the rest of the day. If you're doing the dishes in the morning and you're not doing a good job, then you're basically setting yourself up to say, hey, listen, I already slacked in the morning. I already started setting up my day with not giving 100%. So I think it's really important that these small things that you do throughout your day, you're giving it 100% because in your brain, now you know for the rest of the stuff that you do that day or the week, I'm going to give whatever I have 100%, which I think is really fantastic to do. Okay, so number six. This is more maybe related to me, but I think it can relate to a lot of other people, and that's why I put it down originally. And it's just, you don't need more items. I think there's so many items out there. Like, I'd like to get toothpaste is crazy. I mean, unless you're going to Costco where it's like, okay, they have like one brand or maybe two brands, and like, that's it then it's very easy to pick from, but then you have to buy in bulk and have toothpaste, the same brand, the same thing for the next like three years of your life. Um, and so if you're going to the store and you're buying it, there's so many different options, especially like for toothpaste, that's why I bring it up. 
clearly you can tell that I recently um, had to get toothpaste. And so that's why I'm giving all these toothpaste references. But in general, like a lot of people are trying to work towards this item or they're hoping for this item for maybe Christmas or their birthday or something like that. And they get it and it's, it's great. It's short-term sat satisfaction, but then it kind of goes away. And so at least for me, I've been trying to take a pretty big step back from my life and say, I can't even believe how many things I have in, in the place that I live. And it's really apparent for people that are moving because now you have to basically take all the stuff that's been in your closet for years and realize, wow, I didn't realize how much stuff I have. So it's a lot easier if you're, I guess, moving places to have this realization. But I think in general, instead of like hoping for getting the next thing, getting the next laptop, it's like really take back, like take a step back and say, okay, the last time I got something that was maybe expensive or something I was really hoping for, how much joy did it actually give me after maybe the first maybe hour or two hours or so? And of course you get this dopamine hit, but does it really help that much? So in my mind, I'm trying to really focus on having as little items as possible um, as far as getting new things in life in general, because there's basic things that I need. Like for instance, I love my AirPods. I wear my AirPods all day, every day. And that's something that I do like to splurge on as, as far as like headphones, just because I'm always listening to other podcasts. I'm always calling people, connecting with them. And so that's really important. But beyond that, uh, like those those things can last quite a long time. Like technology, even though like batteries drain and stuff like that, they can last quite a long time. And there's always newer AirPods. Like they came out with a new one this year that has like USB-C instead of lightning. And of course, that's so much more convenient because most of the stuff I have is USB-C, but it really doesn't like make my life like that much more joyful in general. So yeah, I think it's it's good on the list to have. I think people can put it into perspective of, you know, I really don't know if you 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 need that much more. So number seven, having a higher cause in life. This one is extremely important to me. And I really hope that people can also maybe put it on their list of, of as far as aiming towards something in the future. When you wake up and, and you're going through your day, maybe you love your job or maybe you hate your job. Um, and I'm only bringing up a job because you spend the majority of your day working. And that's why I think it's like really important to hone in on this specific example. When you're trying to think of, oh, do I find enjoyment in my job? A lot of times you look at what's kind of like the higher purpose here. Uh, some people believe in, in a religion as far as like God to say, you know what, I, I'm doing this um, to kind of show that I'm important to God in, in some way. And other people have different um, kind of causes in life, especially if your job revolves around giving back. Maybe it's a charitable foundation of some sort. And so if you wake up, you might say, you know what, if I don't wake up today, then these families won't have food on the table. And so like that's, that's a way higher cause. So almost removing the selfishness of okay, what am I going to benefit today or how am I going to gain today? And almost how am I going to benefit someone else? How can I help someone in this case? It's actually super energizing, which I know it might not sound that way. And some people that are listening might already do a lot of this and, and they can tell. But when you do a good thing, a lot of people actually say charity sometimes selfish because a lot of people do it and they feel so good about it. So it's almost like, are you doing it because you're giving back? Are you doing it because it makes you feel good? But regardless, it usually feels really good when, when you're helping out in, in some sense. So if you can find some sort of higher cause that you can work towards, whether it's signing up every Friday or Saturday or Monday on, on just days and times that you have 
maybe just some free time to just help out the community in some sense, or maybe help out not even just the community. You can help out people you know, whether it's your family or friends, just taking that time and saying, you know what, life's not just about me, it's about me helping others. It feels fantastic. And you move out through your day just a little bit more joyful. In my mind, going back to having more things, there's no point in time where I've ever gotten something and it's made me feel as good and for as long as when I am able to help someone with some sort of either struggle in their life or if they need my help, like either mentally or physically, if I'm if I'm helping move boxes for for maybe some sort of foundation, I am. I I think it's just it's just great to have in life, just in, in general. So number eight, um, when you have success, you should still remain humble, and this was this is a really interesting one to me because. I think that as you gain success, and there's a lot of different ways to outline what does success mean, you could be making more money, or you could, going back to the gym analogy, I told you there's going to be a lot of them just being super ripped. No matter the success that you have, going back to your roots and foundation of remembering like maybe when you were poor, or maybe when you were just a skinny, uh, skinny boy that was just going to the gym with no muscles at all, I think... It's really important to always go back to that base and say, listen, these are the values I've upheld always, and they're not going to change no matter what happens. Because I think people start to get the stigma in their head of, okay, if I'm a professional podcaster, I don't have time to help out like these other small podcasts. Um, I, I don't have time uh, for maybe friends or family as much because, you know, I, I have such a big following. Uh, going towards the gym, the gym analogy, if you're just massive right now, you have just your muscles are just blown out completely. When you're going to the gym, you almost look down upon other other people that aren't as strong as you. You you take priority with some of the equipment because, you know, you think that you just own the gym now. And I feel like I see this a lot throughout, or at least I have saw it a lot throughout the past couple of weeks of like, you should still remain like who your identity was to begin with and, and kind of don't lose that because it's it's really important to make sure it doesn't like shape who you are. It was quite interesting. Uh, when I was at the gym the other day, I saw like a Lamborghini parked in the parking lot at an LA Fitness. And for those of you that don't know, LA Fitness is not an expensive gym or not as expensive as most of the gyms uh, that are around, at least in the Seattle area. And so an LA fitness is more of like the affordable route. So to me, that was quite shocking. And I have no idea. He could have been a humble guy of, you know what? I, I splurge on a nice car, but then everything else, you know, I make sure that my financials are secure through just the, just humble means. Um, but I guess you can also picture, okay, maybe he bought a Lamborghini and he's completely broke. And so that's why he has to go to LA fitness. I, I don't know, but I like to think of it that this man, uh, maybe splurged on a car because he's, he's always wanted it. And that's fine. Like that's totally okay uh, for you to want like nice things in life. And then most of the rest of his life, he's just almost this person that is just okay with, with not having the other finer things in life, even if you're made of, of money at that point, which I thought was really interesting. So number nine, finding joy in other people's success. So this one I really, really, really like. And it kind of resonates a lot with the first point of having a natural interest in others. So I think when you're talking to a friend or maybe someone that you just met or even a family member and something's happening in their life and 
something, I mean, something great is happening in their life. And you kind of get jealous of like, oh man, like they're going to so many places and I'm, I'm just kind of stuck where I am instead of, wow, like I'm so happy for that person. Like I'm so happy that this change finally happened for them for the best. Like this is absolutely fantastic. And I think that finding that joy in others almost is you promoting them in your mind of this person definitely deserve this. This person is going to go places. That's such a great mentality to have instead of just having this jealous and this this envy. And I'm not saying it's easy to have. Some people I've noticed almost have it like built in of making sure that they're, um, or actually not even making sure, just having this level of, okay, I really hope for the best for others. Where I do know that for other people, it's a bit harder because there's a lot of jealousy and there's a lot of uh, almost like anger and, and impatientness of, I can't believe they're going farther than where I'm going, or I can't believe that they just got this like promotion and, and I haven't got a promotion in this long. And so I think two things with this is, one is everybody's, life's is, everybody's life is so different and so unique. So it's really hard for any comparisons that you make with someone to make with yourself because there's so many different circumstances and you have no idea what's actually going on um, in their lives, like behind the scenes or how they grew up in, in certain ways. So one is just like kind of take another step back. I know we have talked about taking steps back before, but take another step back and kind of just say, this is great for that person. And I'm not them. I'm I'm probably not on the same path as them because everybody has different paths. So focusing on, okay, this is great for them. This I don't know why I'm feeling this jealousy. And it's okay that I'm feeling jealousy because it's normal. But my path is not the same as their path. And that's totally okay. And then think about, oh, is there anything I can do to help this person with their path to success? Like just helping them in general, is, it's a fantastic thing to do. But I think really focusing on, okay, there's this been this breakthrough with my friend and I'm super happy for them and I, I wish them the best. And sometimes it's really hard to just say, okay, I wish I could do that, but I don't. But almost just have these mantras in your head of even after you're talking with them in your head saying, I'm so glad for this person. I'm so glad. I'm so happy. I really wish for the best for them. It's actually a really great, great way to like rewire your head because what you think actually over time can like reprogram how you actually think, even if you feel like they're fake thoughts right now. So I think it's just really important in general. Um, so number 10, don't take things personally. This is really, a, I think it's a great point to have because I definitely at points in my life have taken things personally and it's spiraled out of control. And I think if you don't take things personally, and I mean, I'm not saying this for every single case, but when people are in conversation or or and people are maybe they're joking around um, and you take something personally, it, it can seem like it's a harder hit than it actually is. So I think there's a lot of people that can um, dish it out, but can't take it. Um, there's also people at work that get feedback and they also can't take it because it's almost like, I can't believe you personally think of uh, of me this way. And it's like, no, it's just like the scenario or, or the joke or the circumstance and it doesn't necessarily relate to who you are as a fundamental human being. And I think this is important because like basically your core level, you have these values. And I think everybody should kind of retrospect on what their values kind of are. And those values are who you are and they could, they could change, but that's like kind of who you represent. And so if someone's making a joke and you almost feel attacked by those that joke, it's like, 
okay, just because this person maybe views you in this light, maybe they're making a joke on um, how like you never run and you get offended because you've always felt that, oh, I'm, oh, I'm out of shape. And so I, I feel like this is almost like an attack on my personal health. It's like, oh, like that's okay. I actually have, uh, I've been meaning to like work out or I've been meaning to run for a while. So this is almost like energy that can fuel it to say, you know what? You're right. Like I should, but it's also like, it's okay because it's like, that doesn't define who you are. The circumstances in your life, yes, they can help you develop these these values that I'm talking about. But at the end of the day, like you have to separate out scenarios and different, um, not just opportunities, but different events that happen in your life to who you are as a person because the next day can completely be different from the day before. So circumstances can, can always change no matter what. They're, they're always changing. So number 11 definitely goes with number 10, and that is fine humor in everyday things. I really, really, I sometimes make too many jokes, so maybe there's too much humor, but I think it's a great way to like de-stress in general. I think having a sense of humor, and everybody has a different type of sense of humor, It's I think it's important to have. I think if you're not taking things too personally and you're having humor, you tend to be able to form more meaningful connections quicker with more people, and that's a massive part of life, of just having connections with other people. So to have humor, to be able to joke with other people, it's it's great. It's a great way to, to de-stress so you're not always serious all the time. And maybe it's hard because maybe you really just don't think things are that funny. And, and that's fine. Um, there's definitely things that you probably think are funny in life. And maybe you can start trying to swing more that way or, or finding things that, that you enjoy in, in that sector, maybe making friends around that area. So... I think it's it's important to have in general. So I know we're at like 30 minutes. So I'm actually super happy. I was trying to get through these so I don't uh, have to bore anybody just in case they're not interested in some of the points. But I think that some of these are really important and hopefully you resonated with a few of these today. I really appreciate everybody listening like always. So hopefully you can stay tuned for the upcoming podcast. We'll have new guests on. And if you haven't subscribed, you can subscribe to any of our channels. And if you haven't already, if you can give us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that would be truly fantastic. That is how new people find our podcast. But yeah, thank you all so much. Really appreciate it.